Jessica Dunn. Are they spying on us? Can you guess it? Welcome to the TVA Show. Welcome everybody, welcome, welcome to another exciting edition of the TBA show. Today, I'll be your solo host, because I do the most. I'm the one, the only, DJ Stones. And boy, do we have a lot of tech news to go through. But before we go anywhere, enjoy these tunes. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. 
I love Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Our music at Active FM is lit. So, I hope you guys enjoyed those tunes. But now let's jump straight into some news. The European Parliament approves an initial proposal to ban some targeted ads in Europe. So this is going to be interesting, you know, on uh, last Thursday, the European Parliament voted to approve an initial draft of a bill that aims to curb big tech's um, invasion in, in advertising practices. This was via the Bloomberg. Uh, the Parliament adapted a draft with 50, uh, 530 votes uh, of approval, 78 votes are against and 80 vote, votes were absent. Uh, the Digital Service Act was first introduced in 2020, and this will prevent platforms like Google, Amazon, and Meta-owned Facebook from using sensitive information as a person's gender, race, or religion for targeted ads. I guess uh, one of the, the good points to this is that they're trying to stop um, these ads. Like, what's been happening in the, in, in the past was a lot of these ads would target based off of people's beliefs and it's now seemed as a breach of privacy the fact that you're giving this information away to 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 advertisers and i can see why the eu would go for this now on another in another light to see this you know normally uh, one of the other djs would probably bring this up would have been um it hurts it's going to hurt the company you know because these these companies like google and facebook you don't pay subscriptions for so a lot of the, uh, the finances that they, they bring in will come from the ads, you know? And now, this is now like a dent to the income that they're going to be able to bring in. But if you are a fanatic for, uh, not, freedom is not the term, but if you're like a fanatic for a person who doesn't want them to take this amount of data on you, you know? You want to be a bit, you'll be a bit more excited about this bill being passed. While the bill, the initial bill, is not being passed yet, but it's just that they they are, um they have approved the initial proposal. So obviously, it's going to come back later on again, and there will be another there will be another hearing on it, and we we'll see where we go from there. But so far, uh, this is a bit bad. Uh, this is bad news, not a bit. This is bad news for the likes of Google, who really run on a lot of adver advertisement uh, inside inside the EU. So another big piece of news. So on Friday, Intel announced that they will be building the largest silicon manufacturer location on the planet. And this will happen in United States, a thousand acre plot of land in New Albay, Ohio. So this is this is this is very this is very interesting, you know, with the whole with the whole um chips shortage that is happening i think intel is going without the approach of not um basically not needing to import if i can say or needing outside resources for their their, their for their their chips 
not really needing the Taiwan, the Taiwan chip company where they probably get majority of their chips from. And now they're going to be doing this, which will include global competitiveness um, and it will help with the chip shortage that's happening. Now, this will, this, this will happen in the late 2022. That's when they're going to start building this. And it's going to be a very, very interesting um, venture that to see Intel take. You know, in the past few years, Intel have not really been good with the promises that they've been keeping when it comes to their chipsets, as well as there have been a lot of issues people have been having with Intel in the past, uh, comparing them to like their biggest competitor, which is AMD. So we'll, I'm, I'm very interested to see where this whole new venture takes them and also to see um, what they're going to be doing. And will this now bring up the, the, the quality of their product that they bring? You know, there's so much questions to ask out of this. You know, and we, we want to see the, the outcome and we want to see how, how what, what type of products they're going to develop out of this. Because, you know, with that new big land means that we're expecting, you know, the expectation of people now becomes, hey, they're going to be able to do more. And hey, we're going to be able to get more products from them. So it'll be very interesting to see. Another great piece of news is Yakuza, which is a, a, a big game. The director announced a new studio after leaving Sega. So Toroshi Nagaoshi the former chief executive officer at Sega, who led the development of the Yakuza series, which was a popular series, um, as, the as the general director of Ray Gun Con Studio, has announced his next move as he started his own studio titled Nogoshi Studios, which will, be funded whole, which will be funded by a Chinese internet and gambling company called NetEasy. Now, it's going to be very interesting because, you know, um, he probably has a, he has great experience in the in the in the gaming industry. You know, being a former chief um, a creative officer. Not chief, sorry, I made a mistake when I said executive chief creative officer at Sega, which is not a small company. As well as his work inside Yakuza, which is a very very popular franchise in the gaming world. Um, it's a basically it's a game that takes place where you play as a member of the Yakuza clan, and. All the best with his venture, first of all. It's all interesting seeing that NetEasy is going to be um, basically funding this venture of his, you know. Um, knowing them, they are in a lot of big mobile games, especially with, uh, a lot of Chinese games that are very interesting. When I say interesting, you know, in terms of borderline copyline infringement in some of the games that they have funded. Now, obviously, we're not going to hold that against them when... They're going into this um, venture with Nagoshi and Nagoshi Studios, but it will be very interesting to see where it will lay, where it will end up. And I'm wondering what will be the first game they release. You know, this being his first game, it has to be something big, something that really introduces them into this market. And I wonder if it's going to be a what genre is he going to make? Will he go into mobile development or will he go into something like Yakuza where it's like this uh, a massive game? But anyway, uh, closing off our news because this, as this is going to go, these two pieces go into our next uh, big topic. So the first one, YouTube TV. Basically, YouTube TV is a subscription service in, that's available in the, in the U.S., in some parts of the world where it be 
it's the equivalent of what we have here in South Africa called DSTV. So it's like a form of like cable news or cable TV. So YouTube TV is taking $10, $10 off of your first three month subscriptions. Um, it's quite interesting to see them do this because they haven't really um, given any of these types of like, specials in a while. And in fact, their service has, has significantly gone up in prices in the last few years. Nevertheless, it is a, it is a solid streaming platform um, whereby you get on-demand channels, basically something like um, DSTV Now. So not DSTV whereby it's not DSTV as in the decoder, the dish, but more like DSTV Now where you can go onto a site and you can, you know, you can get specific channels on demand. You don't have to, you don't have to get like three different or four different um, satellite providers to get different channels and stuff but they're all compacted for you and they have 85 major channels covering live sports news and entertainment now obviously this is not available in it's not available in some countries like sadly it's not available here in south africa but you know vpn and they are my watching fox espn and you know things like abc off of youtube tv and with this it's going down from 60 64 dollars to $54, which is still a lot, but you know, uh, $10 difference. You can save, you know, three months. That's now what $30, and that's halfway through your fourth month's uh, your fourth month subscription. Haha. <laughs> but on our last piece of news, Netflix is cranking up their prices. So Netflix is going to be adding uh, Netflix prices will be going up where the basic the standard streaming plan will be costing $15.49 a month making officially making um, it 50 cents more expensive than HBO Max which is very interesting because for years HBO was known to cost more because of the premium uh, quality that you got in the shows you know it was you, you could you got things like flipping Batman versus Superman in there and you got Justice League in there, which doesn't say much for quality, but you get what I'm saying. Um, one of the reasons for this is that Netflix has been struggling it and it was in their last um, the last quarter where they missed their subscription expectation earnings for that quarter. And you know, it becomes a bit of a problem now because they this money goes towards buying new shows, getting licensing. And it looks like that it's becoming a problem now as uh, a huge blow to them is the fact that one of, their, one of the contributors to their content is CW. So CW is, uh, is a network that is owned by Warner Brothers and CBS, which is for years has been selling its shows to Netflix and has some, had some pretty successful superhero shows as well as some series that catered for the young adult. That would go for many, many seasons, like you had The Hundreds which went till season seven. You have Flash, which went till season eight. Then all that Warner Brothers has has, has has bought into other streaming platforms and it becomes very interesting now, as in, do they, do they continue selling this product to their competitor? And to make things further worse, CW is now being sold. So whoever buys it, it becomes a huge issue for Netflix because now it could be what happened to Disney where a lot of Disney-owned um, Disney content was now pulled out of Netflix, which was a huge blow to the amount of content they had. And it which would now cause in, 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 in dropping subscribers, because if I went on to Netflix to watch a lot of 
Marvel shows. And now all these Marvel shows are in Disney Plus. I'd rather go over to Disney Plus. So this is a huge blow on Netflix. And now they're hoping that while picking up these prices, they're not going to lose a lot of um, new subscribers or not get subscribers at all because of it. But that is it for the news. Jumping into our main story, we spoke about it a bit last week. But basically, Microsoft is almost done purchasing Acti Blizzard Activision for about 70 billion US dollars. That is insane, you know. Um, and it, it, it sent ripples across the gaming community as, you know, one of the biggest games Activision makes is Call of Duty. And Call of Duty's biggest sales are in uh, Sony's PlayStation. So the biggest worry now that came out was that will we be able to get the next line of Call of Duty to uh, on PlayStation? Because, you know, Microsoft is a big company. Microsoft is a very massive company. And if one thing Microsoft isn't scared to do is make exclusives, you know, you look at Halo. Halo is a Microsoft exclusive. The um, Age of Empires is a Microsoft exclusive. And just between Xbox and uh, PCs, that's a huge market. You know, the, the person who would probably lose the most out of this would have been Sony. So as it came down this week, they did say it, it will stay on the PlayStation. It will not be an exclusive. But what's very interesting now is a lot of the other games that Blizzard owns. What will happen to those titles? You know, World of Warcraft, which being another big game owned by Activision. And for a long time, the community has been getting a bit upset with the how um, Blizzard has basically taken care of the game. You know, where it's become a, a very, very stale game. What they will be able to do with this platform, you know. Um, so it's not be, it, with this, it includes things like um, Overwatch, Diablo. Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, shockingly, as well as StarCraft. These are just, like, what, six titles that are now going to be available to Xbox. And, you know, the, what they're going to do with things like Overwatch 2, another Diablo, the next Call of Duty, the next patch for World of Warcraft, you know, to be insane. Because now they're trying to build up quality content for Game Pass. And a lot of this is now mainly focused on Game Pass, which is now gaming on demand and, you know, building up this big um building up basically this big library of games whereby they're going to it's going to pull in more and more more and more subscriptions because now you'll be able to play call of duty with your game pass subscription and i think it's quite smart as a business move and the timing of it was perfect you know as activision blizzard activision is in these huge cases of sexual harassment to a uh, bad bad workplace and everyone is just in the light you know and microsoft now coming in looking as at this savior who's going to now save all of these games that have been treated bad under blizzard activision you know you're looking at what the, the what happened with the past uh, world of warcraft the constant delay with overwatch how badly the the new call of duties have been it's been a quite it's been quite interesting to see the decline of activision and now you've basically eaten the peak of their decline right i know that's a bit of an oxymoron but you hit this this low point and now basically xbox or microsoft is now sweeping in and saving the day so i want to hear your guys' thoughts on it i want you guys to go to all our social media platforms and i want to hear your guys' thoughts on this but that is it. I am wrapping up. This has been an amazing show. 
and I shall speak to y'all again next week. Bye.
like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.